0: Welcome to Venture in the South, a podcast devoted to angel investing in the Southern United States. My name is David, and with my co-host, Paul, we have over 90 startup investments between us. We hope to share some Southern wisdom while exposing you to the vibrant startups here in the South. While it's not Silicon Valley, we do have our own success and at a better price, and we're accelerating Hello, this is David, and welcome to Venture in the South. Uh, we have a special show today talking about changes in leadership and how that affects angel investing and angel investors themselves, as well as the companies involved in angel financing. So I have a guest here, Charlie Banks, and he represents um, Venture South on, on the board. I believe it's a observation seat. Um Of a company that had a leadership change that was very uh, meaningful. And so I wanted to talk to Charlie a little bit about the dynamics of that leadership change, what led up to it, um, how they executed on that change, and then how they monitored that to make sure they did the right thing. So, Charlie, tell me a little bit about this scenario of this, this company that Venture South invested in and uh, things weren't, things weren't going the way the board felt they should go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's a company that, as you mentioned, I'm on, I, I serve on the board uh, in observation role and um, it's a very involved, involved board. Um, so the, a lot of the folks on this board have been board members of numerous companies and uh, late stage, early stage, et cetera. And um, throughout the first really 18 months, two years of our investment, company was going well, was growing well, um, starting to get some pretty significant product market fit. Um, we started notice, noticing some cultural issues um, throughout the organization. Okay, hold that thought just for a second,
0: Charlie. So, just for some background, this company was a real estate SaaS company that was mainly technical, but they had some on the ground workers and things like that.
1: That's right. right. Yeah, it was a you know it was a tech enabled company that had a. Um, a service in the market for you know, delivering their various um, their services and again was doing really well had a, you know had a fairly national footprint um, but like i said the there we noticed some cultural shifts um, in the company that were were problematic or they were becoming problematic so the board the board had to step in and um, at first diagnose the issue uh, and second take and, and take action how did that happen how did that come about what did they do so it was a. It was a couple members of the executive team, a couple co-founders. Um, one of which came. One of which came to the board and, and effectively said, "Guys, we have an issue, and um, I think it's a board. It's a board level discussion, and I think it, it could potentially be a board level action." I see. And so, how did you proceed? How did you manage that? Well, first we had to, like I said, we had to diagnose the issue. Uh, so a, a series of conversations with. With the management of the company, we, we realized that the uh, alarm bells that were going off were, were, le- were legitimate. Uh, so we, we had to, we had to take, had to take action. And the first, the first step of that action was to figure out what was causing the cultural shift. Um, you know, what were the issues that were, were being caused? And, and we, we were able to pretty easily see that the leadership at the top, um, just wasn't in, in really in, in sync with, uh, where the company needed to go. Meaning the CEO? That's correct. Okay. Yeah.
0: And so what were the next steps after you identified that problem or diagnosed that
1: problem? Well, we first needed to make sure that the company was um, in, in a good financial place to continue to grow. Uh, the, the company, like I said, was growing growing rapidly. Uh, so we wanted to make sure that the foundation was there to support the growth um, financially and, and culturally as well as operationally. Um, so the conversations were, were starting to be had between individual board members and the CEO. Um, and we, we, there, was a, there was a mutual understanding that uh, there needed to be a change. Okay, so just to pr- get some perspective here, uh,
0: you're an angel investor. You're part of an angel group. This company was um, sponsored by this angel group. I, I think Venture South led that round,
1: that initial round. Is we, that right? We were not the lead investor, but we were we we are a significant investor in the company. So a significant investor in the company, so a lot at stake. Correct. Bottom
0: line, and that's why we had the board observation seat. And so these problems came up; they were not something that could be solved simply. The board got involved. You diagnosed the problem. The CEO had to go. And so,
1: how did you execute? the the ceo had a we had a good relationship with the ceo you know so there was there was there was not a lot of contention um you know the ceo understood that the success of the company um was was incredibly important to him personally and um so there there was a mutual understanding that the change needed to be made um and it wasn't you know it wasn't this this um you know Super contentious firing of the management team. Um, it was a mutual understanding that a change needed to be made, um, and it went, it went down really well. Um, and you know, so we 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 had to make that transition and change, and we put a um, an interim CEO in, in place while the board uh, ran a process to identify the, the the you know the next the next iteration of leadership. So let's drill down a little bit on that that change. So the CEO
0: was a co-founder. Correct. Correct. Yep. And so he had significant equity at risk. And so, you know, the logical perspective would be, hey, maybe I'm not the right person to lead at this time. And so maybe I should step aside and let someone else lead because I have a big financial stake and I want this company to be successful. And maybe it can be more successful without me than it can be with me. Is that a fair assessment? It is,
1: yeah. And it, you know, it got to the point where the the CEO understood that he he took the company as far as he could based on his skill sets. Um, and, you know, there's a lot to be said when somebody realizes that. Um, so, there was a there was a, a level of respect that the board gave the this founder that you know he he, he understood that you know there was a change need to be made and that he was tapped out in terms of his skill set and that the company in order to grow and continue to scale needed a certain element of leadership that he couldn't provide and um, so it was again it was a it was a cordial um, a cordial transition and we you know we continue to applaud the the former CEO's uh, way of handling it. Venture in the South is brought to you in part by Rolling South. Rolling South is the first rolling fund built on the AngelList platform that is affiliated with Venture South, one of the top 10 angel groups in North America. Rolling South offers you the ability to invest in exciting early stage technology companies in the Southeast under the supervision of experienced angel investors. Please visit us at rollingsouth.vc to learn more and to start your investing in some of the most dynamic companies in the Southeast.
0: So this, this is a phenomenal example, I think, of board interests and execution representing the interests of investors. And so that's really the role of the board, is not to represent their investors, but to represent all investors. So it's a fiduciary responsibility. And this this is a great example of leadership's not executing. There needs to be a change of leadership. And uh, you were able to bring together the elements to make that change and and make it as cordial as possible and and transition to an environment where you could actually find a new CEO. So so talk us through that. You you had an interim CEO, how did you pick that? What was the right person for that? And then what did you do to find a, a
1: new CEO? Yeah, so the good thing about having a board as connected as we as we have have um, at this company was that um, the folks that have served the, the folks that are serving on the board have had other examples of of situations like this and where they've brought in interim CEOs. So um, we tapped their sphere of influence and we found an individual that uh, could come in and continue the growth and maintain um, you know what we what we felt that ne- what we felt needed to be maintained in terms of the operations of the company. Uh, so we we solved that. problem. Problem first, you know, we we found somebody that could keep the train on the track, uh, and then we got to work with a uh, a search firm um, to to identify the new CEO, and it was a national it was a national uh, search. Um, it was time consuming. Um, it w- there was a significant amount of Zoom calls and conference calls, and you know different different stages of those where you know different um, folks would you know with different. Um, Different, um, different conversations at, at different times with, with with the different with the various candidates, um, and so it, it was it was a time consuming from a from a board member standpoint. Um, but once we found the the right person, we all knew immediately that this is this is the right fit. This is the person that needs to to be at the helm, and, and we were happy to make that transition. How do you go about as
0: a board laying the groundwork for a new leader to come in where she basically or he knows no one, uh, understands a business how you've represented it, but really doesn't know the nitty gritty. And so there's got to be a period of time of training or transition or indoctrination or something. How do you handle that?
1: Yeah. With, with pure honesty that, that, that is first and foremost. What's most important is that you have to be Completely upfront and honest with the with the incoming CEO of every element of the company, good, bad, ugly, or indifferent. Um, so we spent a lot of time with the, this new person um, explaining every element of the business. Um, you know, part of our search was part of, her, part of our search criteria was an individual that knew the market, so we didn't have to spend a whole lot of time explaining the market or the business model or even really the potential. Um, a big element of our our search criteria was. The ability for the new person to take what's already built, add their skill set, and, and, and look to, look to continue to scale the company. Um, uh, so once we found that right person, um, the, the, the honesty piece of the process took, um, took precedent. You know, they, they fully needed to understand why they're there, you know, and, and, and the culture of the company, um, and how to, how to, how to fix that.
0: So this is another great illustration, I think, of the value that the early stage investors bring to these startups where, you know, they hit these bumps in the road and they gain the benefit of the experience and the network of these board members who come from the investors. and make the company better it's a synergistic effect so so it's phenomenal that you, in that you see this and it's a great reflection on those investors that they were able to step up to the plate and do this so tell us a little bit about now you've got the new CEO in there how's that going are you satisfied is it like uh, you're having buyers remorse what
1: what what are your senses about that no buyers remorse at all um you know i think i think as we look back on this one it'll be a case study on on how a new CEO, um, w- with a, a different skill set can come in and take what has been built in the foundation that the prior CEO and the, and the founding team built and, and really layer that on to, to, to exponentially scale a company. Um, so it's going well. It, we, there's, there's a tremendous amount of excitement. Um, what, you know, based on kind of what has taken place since then and, 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 and candidly what has taken place is, is, Beyond our expectations is related to growth. You know there there was a big element of this company that um, it was it was monetizing data. You know, and we 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 felt that if we could get in a position to monetize the data or, or really attract more data, um, then the scale would come. So the you know the big sales pitch for this incoming CEO was that their ability to do that. Um, so it's been exciting to see uh, not only just the the way that. Culturally, the company has continued to grow, but uh, how the skill set has layered onto that foundation with this new this new market uh, it's been it's been quite phenomenal. So they've
0: they've transitioned from uh, proof of product market fit to scaling. That's right, absolutely. Well, that's phenomenal. Thank you, Charlie. That was a great review of that difficult experience and how you guys manage it. So thanks again. You bet. This podcast is supported in part by Venture Carolina, an educational nonprofit. The Venture Carolina team and its partners are focused on supporting educational events in the Southern startup ecosystem. Our team is built from successful entrepreneurs, investors, venture capitalists, board members, and executives that want to give back. Thank you for listening. We hoped you liked this podcast, and if so, consider subscribing and occasionally leaving us a review. You can visit us at ventureinthesouth.com to learn more about angel investing in the South and for a complete list of previous and future shows. Contact us if you have comments, requests, or a great idea for our show, and we'll recognize you on the air.